podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Boom, the boys are back. The boys are back. The boys are back. It's time for another Wednesday Spotify live show happening every single Thursday at 7 p.m. I'm going live as K-State Volleyball is taking on Mizzou. It is 24-14, so about to be a two-set-to-nothing lead for the Volley Cats going to uh, hopefully be going for the sweep as we discuss this show live. What a time to be alive. We're not going to talk about the news that has been dominating K-State Twitter because there is a pretty big happening on Saturday. and We have a pretty fun game to chat about from this previous week. Before we do, I'm going to give a shout out to my friends, Manhattan Brewing Company, I'm currently sipping on their Conservation Kolsch, a beer that they brewed in collaboration with Sunset Zoo. It is delicious. It is crushable. Again, they need to create a tailgate four-pack with this, the Townie Wheat, the Pills, maybe one of their session IPAs because, man, they have the tailgate goods because you don't always want to be drinking down a super heavy Uh, beer during the tailgate so my pitch to them is to create the tailgate four pack so we're going to get people up on stage it's going to be a fun night this is going to go exactly how it always does we're going to put a bow on uh last game we are going to get into picks to click we're going to get into keys to v we are going to have fun and it looks like there are some uh, pretty special guests in the house. We are going to start with the co-founder of Bosco's Boys, the longtime co-host, the man, the myth, the legend. He's back on Twitter. He is addicted to the bluebird, just like the rest of us. Grant, Grant, welcome to the live show, my friend. Uh, lots of folks here. We can't BS too much. I want you to kind of put a bow on the game last week, I know you were off celebrating your birthday with your beautiful wife in Kansas City. So just kind of get any final takes on that opening game out there for the folks. First of all, can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. All right, perfect. Well, I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch the game from start to finish. I've kind of digested all of the highlights. Um I don't know what to say. It's hard to come away from that game with much of an opinion. I think our defense, potentially elite, but it's hard, to, it's hard to really form an opinion about the offense. I think Adrian Martinez, there's still certainly questions about him, um, although I think I feel positively about him generally. It's going to be tested this weekend. Um, I do think there was probably an overall game plan at least when we kind of blew the doors open, that we don't need to show much with a Power 5 opponent coming to town next week. So I'm not overly worried about, you know, the offensive production or the ability to stretch the field. We know that Adrian Martinez is an efficient passer. He was, I don't know the exact number, but I want to say he was like top 10 in pass efficiency last year, or maybe it was um, yards per play. Yeah, yards per attempt. That's right. So we know he can stretch the field. We know he's super talented. He's got a great arm, and I've seen it with my eyeballs um, in his highlights. So I don't know. I'm excited. I cannot wait. I think um, I think it's hard to take away a, a ton from from the South Dakota game. Um, but I like a lot of the young guys coming through, and I think we have a great foundation of experience and talent, and it could be a special year, Scott. Now I got to get – I got to get the boy ready for the bath. I wanted to pop in and say hello to the people. It's been good. I'll listen on for now, but I'm off the mic. 
All right. Well, if you want to hop up later post bath, we can get you up here. You just uh, shoot me a message if you want to get back on the stage and we'll get you back. Let's go to the good chef, Andre Napier, who will be in the house this Saturday. So everyone be on the lookout for a sexy man asking for free beer. Chef, put a bow on the South Dakota game. Can you hear me? I can hear you. That's beautiful. Uh, the game, it was a, a capsule of, you know, the here and now. We we saw what we got done, what we needed to do. Like Grant said, we blew the doors off. And, you know, we kind of just coasted all the way there. We got uh, Deuce's touches. Uh, we spread the ball around. Malik really is the crib god. So he took advantage of his basically one touch. We gave him some little pop passes later. But I hear everybody critiquing the passing game and their their concerns are somewhat valid. But let's not forget 2011. Everybody, I would say one of everybody's favorite games in 2011 was Texas. And we had, what, a hundred yards passing maybe in that game. And it was just one of the ugliest passing games you'll ever see. But we all love that. For sure. So this game is uh, in that same vein for me. We don't need to pass the ball for a little bit because you were cutting in and out. I got most of that. We'll come back to you for the next question. See if the connection's a little bit better. You're coming in and out. Let's go to, uh, Mr. Carlson, uh, Mr. Carlson, Cleet, I, I tried to call you the Duffer last week. How about the Lynxman? Does is that a better nickname for you, the Lynxman? Yeah, I think that could work. All right, that's what I'm gonna go with because I love that picture of you golfing as your uh, biopic. So, uh, all right, put a bow on last week for me. What What are your thoughts? I'm just kind of echoing what everybody else has said, Um, you know, wish it probably would have been prettier. I think we all kind of had a prettier picture in mind, but you know, you can't be too overly concerned or stressed with a 34 zero win. So um, just some things to clean up, but I think everything that I saw that, you know, might be concerning is all correctable. You know, I don't think think the passing offense is going to be better than that. Um, And then I think the defense will fill in some of those holes, especially um, if we can get Josh Hayes and Sean Robinson back, I just think that'll help even TJ Smith. Um, some of those kind of over the middle of the field routes that we kind of took advantage of some drop balls. So just all in all, can't complain too much about a 34 nothing victory. Yeah, latest update on Josh Hayes. I think we will see him on Saturday. TJ Smith, I, I know Chris Kleinman was saying expect him. I, I'm hearing it's still going to be a close to a game that time decision. I would not expect Sean Robinson to play versus his former uh, team. Um, That's the latest I have as of this Wednesday evening. Uh, But things can change. Things can change. I do hope it can happen. Let's go to Chris in Utah. Chris told me he slid in the DM, said he was going to be on tonight. So we're going to, I mean, looking around, this might be a night where, I don't know, there's some Kansas folks in here. There's a lot more Kansas folks, but we are truly from sea to shining sea. We got someone in Utah. Chris, my guy, uh, put a bow on last week's game. Final thoughts on South Dakota. What's up, Boneheads? I hope y'all can hear me okay. I'm at my kiddos' football practice, so it may be a little noisy. But, yeah, I thought I thought that it was uh, honestly quite an underrated game. I, that may be going out on a limb, but I think – when we get some space between this game further on in the season, we're going to look back and say this was a pretty damn awesome win. Um, the rushing attack was there. I think uh, when passing gets a little better, which I think is going to be at this game, we're going to be really, really scary. Yeah, I agree with you. I think we're going to look back at the end of the year and say that was a good win. I, I wh- Whether or not it's actually accurate or not, I, I do think – that they South Dakota was probably either the second or third, maybe fourth best team any Big 12 team has played so far in that opening week. Um, I think I think they would beat Colorado. I think they might beat anyone except for Pitt. But hey, I'm bullish on them. I think they're going to make noise in the Missouri Valley and might be an FCS playoff team again this year. So I agree with you. I think we're going to look back and really say that was a great opening win. Let's go to one of the co-hosts of my favorite. 
K-State Sports Podcast. That is Connor Baltazor. Connor, who is holding it down in the capital of Kansas tonight, or at least I assume so. Uh, Connor, walk me through what you saw from that South Dakota game. Just put a bow on it before we move to Mizzou. Yeah, basically everything that we saw, I'd say was impressive other than the passing game. That, I guess, the kicking game as well. That's a bit of a side note. Uh, The defense was really good. Uh, Running game was great. Offensive line was great. Uh, Really, really sucks that Taylor Poitier got hurt again. But we can at least know that Hadley Panzer is a really good backup. And I don't think the offensive line is going to miss a step. Uh, So I, I would expect the running game to still be good. Missouri's a really tall task, at least comparatively to South Dakota. I don't want to hype them up too much, but uh, yeah, South Dakota game went pretty well. Exciting start, kind of a slow finish, but all in all was a, a fun watch, dominant win. Yeah, so I, I, I got to be that guy, hashtag tag source of a source. And Chris Kleiman basically said as much in his uh, post-game press conference, but those close to the program really said that the whole entire idea was get up early and then just get out being as vanilla and showing as little as possible. I think they accomplished that. Let's go to Callie Mike with the bricked up avatar two nights. Callie Mike, put a bow on this before we move to Missouri. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I just, uh, interestingly enough, like I usually get really um, jacked up nerves before every game. And for this one, I had none. Like I just really, I expected K-State to kind of like put it on them. I did not expect the goose egg. Um, so that's pretty huge. And honestly, if you are saying that they are the second best team that big 12 teams played that last week, um, then that's saying something huge, like to keep them to zero and make them kind of look pathetic. Um, then we're a whole lot better than anyone could have ever imagined, especially on defense. Um, so, you know, like my avatar says, I'm bricked up and the, you know, all the concerns that everyone has, I get it. But when you read posts like D Scott Fritchen just put up with uh, Deuce talking about his film read and seeing it on the field, we've got an absolute genius in the backfield and I have no concerns. He, he really is a pro's pro, and, and I'm probably going to say this no less than 25 times between now and that first Saturday in December. Cherish every game you get to see Deuce Vaughn play wearing that power cap because I think he will be cashing checks this time next year uh, and bigger than just NIL checks. Let's go, to, uh, let's go to Matt, who is a mainstay, one of the uh, top guests, top participants in the Cocaine Cats Mafia. Matt, just put a bow on that South Dakota game for me. Yeah, what's up, Scott? What's up, Boneheads? Um, You know, everybody's kind of said probably the same thing, but honestly, the biggest adjective I could say for that game, at least in my opinion, was meh. And that's because it wasn't necessarily exciting, um, you know, but it did get the job done. And at the end of the day, our defense gave up zero points. you know, offensively, I mean, yes, chef, there we go. Um, now, uh, you know, offensively, I mean, we didn't have to do much, uh, you know, with the first play score, you know, it's 14, nothing after, you know, so for me, you know, this weekend we'll get into Mizzou, but you know, I left the game being like, eh, you know, it was what we needed to do. Um, and at the end of the day, we're one to know. And that's that's what's important. All right, let's go to the coffee fiend, Nick. Nick, final thoughts on South Dakota. Okay, we'll go to Colorado Cole. Colorado Cole, final thoughts on South Dakota. Uh, yeah, final thoughts. Not to just, you know, kind of beating a dead horse at this point, but after letting it marinate a little bit, I feel like a feeling a little better about it kind of seems like you know like everyone else that we handled business and didn't really have any issues kind of seemed like we were just coasting through the dub so um feeling probably better than i did saturday night so i guess that's all the last thing i have to say about that game i like it we'll go joel we'll go 
Coley, Dub, and then Aaron, Joel. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a business trip. We came in, we had a meeting, we left. Business got done. Um, offense was meh. I mean, to be honest, kind of boring game from the offense. But, yeah, that defense had me hyped up the whole game. Yeah, I hear you there. Coley Dub down in Austin, Texas. What's up, Scott? Um, I'm not going to lie. I had my fantasy football draft the exact same – well, like, yeah, the exact same time as kickoff or right after the first quarter or some shit. Um, I don't remember a lot of the game, like, in detail. Um, I remember kind of like the beginning, the big plays. Um, I just think it's really impressive how, I mean, getting a shutout at any level these days just is with the way offenses are and the way college football is now, especially it's pretty pretty almost impossible to get a shutout. I want to say impossible, but it's very difficult. And when you kind of heard the rumblings of, game time how you know we're gonna have a true freshman safety back there starting we're gonna have a red shirt freshman at you know that linebacker position or backup I can't remember which but and the amount of guys we rotated is it's pretty convincing on defense seeing how we had a bunch of young guys step up you know hold the shutout kept that going and also I think the you know the team did really well about you know like you kind of discussed last week and you know, you're finding you kind of found a little bit of depth in that first game. Um, hopefully that carries over and hopefully we have some guys who can continue to step up and make plays throughout the season. All right, we'll go to Aaron and then we're going to move on to picks to click. Yeah, thanks, Scott. So all I would say is the more things change, the more they stay the same. That was a textbook classic K-State football game. If you're playing K-State bingo at home, we get a big play. We get a block punt, return for a touchdown, get an interception, a lot of things that we've seen over the years. The one thing that really was most encouraging, it's a small little wrinkle. I saw the words no huddle as I looked back through the box score on our first real sustained drive. Granted, we had to punt, you know, after Knowles took the touchdown of the house, the next drive went into a punt. It was encouraging that we're getting up on the ball in short yarded situations, getting quick passing game going. That was very encouraging. So, again, a lot of things that we've come to all know and love over the years, special teams, but seeing that no huddle, that little wrinkle, I think Klein knows what he has in Adrian Martinez, and he's uh, he, he's being a little cautious. That's okay, uh, but looking ahead to Missouri. Yeah, I, I think it was like into the second quarter before we huddled up for the first time. Um, it really was wild to see, and I like kind of seeing the little check with me audible game they had going on out there. I agree with you. I think that's a great call. Let's move to uh, pick to click. We're going to start with Nick. We're going to give him a shot since he uh, wasn't able to unmute earlier. I'm just kidding. I love you, uh, Nick. He's also going to be roasting his own coffee beans soon. So if you are a coffee fiend like Nick, get your Venmo ready and get ready to pay for some homemade roasted beans. Hashtag no free ads. But coffee fiend Nick, who is your pick to click? Oh no, Nick! It's not just me. I'm 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 not the only one who can't hear Nick. Correct? Can't That's hear right. him. No. Oh, Nick, Nick, Nick. All right, Nick. We'll we'll give you another try later. Uh, but sadly, we're going to have to we're going to have to come back to you a little bit later, my friend. Uh, I promise. We'll we'll try to get you again. Try to request and come back up if you can. Let's start now. Uh, we'll start with Colorado Cole. Colorado Cole, who is going to be your P to C tonight? Uh, yeah, P to C. I gotta go with King Felix. I mean, I think their offensive line is subpar at best, and I think there might be a little extra motivation there for him to have a big game. Um, I mean, he was about to go to Mizzou as just a regular student, unless I'm mistaken, right? So I think he'll be looking to get a few sacks this game. Yeah, I, I would love to see that for sure. Let's go next to your partner in crime, Joel, holding it down in Johnson County with me. Joel, who is your pick to click? Yeah, my pick to click is Adrian Martinez. I was listening to some Mizzou podcast today and uh, KC Sports Network one. I think it's called like 
Mizzou, that's who, or something super gooberish like that. Um, and they just said, basically, Mizzou's just going to try to shut Deuce down all day. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're absolutely terrified. Somebody said we're going to score like 48 points, and all of them said we were going to beat them. But Adrian's got to be not, – not that he was bad last week, but he's got he's to push the ball a little bit more. Yeah, I, I think that is fair. And I, I think uh, whoever the host of the uh, Mizzou podcast on the KC Sports Network probably is just a little bit salty because I think he's also the producer with uh, friends of Bosco's boys, Cole Manback, Derek Young, and then also John Kurtz over at Three Moss. So I think he's just as tired of having to edit their stuff and he might have been a little salty. Let's go next to – let's go to Ace, the other co-host of my favorite K-State sports podcast, the Aggieville Alleycats. Ace, who is your pick to click? My pick to click is definitely going to be the Savage himself, Kobe Savage. Just playing in that safety spot, there's going to be a lot of opportunity to come flying down and lay some hits on some guys who were, uh, let's just say, recruited over him but aren't better than him. I think that is a good one. I think he's going to be a popular pick. Let's go to the linksman himself, Mr. Carlson. Uh, who is going to be your pick to click for this renewed Big 6, Big 7, Big 8, Big 12 rivalry? Um, I'm going to go with Deuce. It's kind of just a bad answer, but I think, you know, we're so used to the 128-yard games, I think. Um, you know, we kind of sometimes take those for granted, even though we shouldn't. I think he's like going to have a 200 and really kick off the Heisman campaign. I also like heard Coach Drink call him, compare him to Tyler Beatty, which I think is just completely disrespectful. I know Tyler Beatty was a good football player, but he was not Deuce Vaughn. And so I think he's going to come out and show him that he's not just another back to go through Missouri. Yeah, I think that is a good shout. Let's go to – let's give Chef another try, one of the head honchos over at the Cocaine Cats Mafia. Chef, what do you got for me? Pick to click. Can, can you hear me? I got you. And I could hear you the last time. You're just kind of cutting in and out and out. Well, I hate that for podcasting for you, so I, I apologize for that. But my pick to click, it's going to be – it's going to be a big-time interior defensive lineman. Give me Eli Huggins. He's got to come through. He's got to create penetration. He's got to make it a hassle for that interior run game and that stretch run play that they run. Uh, he's going to have to cause problems if we want to get everybody because the, they're going to double-team Felix and Adike Uzama almost every play. They're not going to make it easy for him. So I think Eli's going to get a lot of one-on-ones with their center. I don't know where he stacks up in talent-wise for centers for Mizzou, but if he can take advantage of that and be in their backfield causing destruction, it's it's going to be cakewalk for us. All right, let's go to Coley Dub, the guy who I will always explain what pick-to-click is. Coley <laughs> Dub. Oh, man. My- no, I, I love it, and, and honestly, I, I, I could just change the words, but folks who have listened to the show know I like rhyming, I like alliteration, yeah, I like stupid It's nicknames. a classic. So I, that's what I'm going with. And also, I, I think, and, and this, is, this is a deep cut, I think, and this is a shout-out to uh, Matt Hall. He used to be on the uh, 1350 K-Man basketball pregame show uh, back in the day, and he used to have pick-to-click for basketball, him and John Kurtz. So I I even stole that from him, and they may have even stole that from a Chicago White Sox TV broadcaster. So, again, everyone's stealing stuff from everyone. So, Coley does There's who is your pick-to-click? Um, can – okay, I got to choose one guy here. Um, I'm going to say uh, – I want to say Julius Brintz. Um, we've been here. I mean, it obviously depends where their said receivers line up, but I'm gonna go with Julius Brintz. I want to see him. He's preseason first team All Big Twelve. I want to see him just shut down the Missouri receivers. I don't want them to gain a single yard. Oh, maybe not. Maybe a single yard, but like I want him to get more than ten yards <clears throat> on a single play. I want to see him just sh- lock it up, really prove himself as first team All Big Twelve. I want to lock down their receivers and just shut up all those Missouri fans on Twitter who are raving about their all freshman receiver or whatever. 
Yeah, Luther, uh, I think he was like a top 20 class of 2022 guy. Uh, they had him lining up in the Wildcat. They had him taking snaps as a running back, wide receiver. He was all over the place. Um, he's good, but I'd love to shut him down as well. Let's go to Callie Mike. Callie Mike, who's your pick to click? I'm going to go with Philanthropist Brooks. He's going to be handing out yards to all the fans on the field. He's going to uh, redeem our big-time passing game that was lacking last week and show what kind of hands he has and moves on the field. I love it. Let's go to Matt. Matt, who is your pick to click? Yeah, I'm going to go the other side um, from a cornerback perspective, Echo Boydo. Um, I do think this is going to be a really tough um, team, uh, Missouri-wise, um, from a wide receiver perspective. Um, I think as a defense, we're going to just have to come together um, both cornerbacks getting the safeties involved to just be strong um, in our passing defense. But Echo Boydo is going to have to be be that one guy um, that's probably going to be covering some, you know, Missouri's best receivers. Um, if he has a, a big game, um, doesn't allow too many catches, I think that's going to that's going to get us a win. I like that. And, and again, this is a game where I am very happy to have this duo we have on the boundary corners. Let's go to Connor Baltazar. Connor, who is your pick to click? I'm going to say Kobe Savage. I think, I mean, you could honestly make that statement for, I think, any of the safeties, but I'm going to specifically say Savage just because I think he's displayed himself as the best so far because the one big uh, worry, I think, with the receivers of Missouri is uh, their athleticism and speed. Like a guy like Luther Burden, he doesn't have a ton of receiver skills quite yet, but like you said, he's an incredible athlete and can break open at any point. So we're going to need guys in the back end to stay disciplined and not let uh, someone like Luther Burden get behind them because that could uh, make it a long day for the defense if they allow stuff like that. Yeah, I, I hear you. Again, super talented kid, but I, I, I was uh, talking to the – Sports Drink Missouri podcast, the Mizzou or Mazodcast, Mazodcast. And I guess he's like truly just 18 and he wasn't a spring guy. He was, uh, you know, still at prom five months ago. So this is a kid uh, who is still kind of getting his feet under him. I would love to rattle him early. All right, let's go to Chris. And oh, I was just. You yep, said that they, he wasn't at spring with them. He was in the spring game. I don't understand what. Okay, well that? then, then sports drink needs to start upping up their quality control. I can't be having you know my guest experts coming in for the Thursday whip around and giving me false information. That's literally Jeff, that's literally you. like the first video if you type in Luther Luther Burden on YouTube is his spring game highlights. Okay, well I oh man, I tell you what. If I didn't already start, you know, piecing together the Thursday whip around, I might be like trying to throw them off to the side and, you know, calling in on C. Dot Harrison to try to pinch hit. I'm mad. I had thought that I, I saw spring game highlights, but I, I was like, all right, these guys are the experts. They said he was at prom. Nope, he was not at prom. Wow. I feel played. I feel played. Chris in Utah, can you, can you give me a pick to click? I'm, I'm shook. I'm just devastated. I feel played. I feel bamboozled. Ugh. Wow. Yeah, I'm going Cade Warner, and here's why. Um, first of all, I think the receivers have a massive chip on their shoulders, um, probably a little bit out of what the fan base was saying about the passing game after this last game. I think that he had a great game against LSU. Um, he's a senior, and I think this is going to be his season to go balls out. And I really think that this is going to be a game where he's going to shine. So that's, that's where I'm going. Okay. We're going to go next to Aaron, Aaron, uh, who do you got? And then I think uh, the linksman, I think Cleet is next. And I think that's everyone, but again, I lost my place and I'm now shook. This is the second most shook I've ever been on a live show. I, I just don't know who to believe anymore. No, I hear you, Scott. A lot of good picks so far. I'm going to go with Brendan Mott. Uh, flashed a little bit last week against South Dakota. You know, we all know that Felix, Eli Huggins, Deuce Green, going to get a lot of attention around the front seven. But I look for Brendan Mott to get two sacks and make some impact plays against Mizzou. 
Okay, so I had it wrong. Uh, Mr. Carlson already went. I think I got everyone. Has everyone gotten their pick to click in uh, except for the folks in the chat? Uh, some of the ones uh, who uh, – some shout-outs. We got a Kobe Savage in the uh, in the chat. Um, Nick going with Cade Warner. Um, so uh, some good shout-outs. I like those. Let's get now to the key to be your key to victory. We had some good ones on the podcast. I had mine. Uh, let's get into it. Let's let's get back to Mr. Carlson, the linksman. Uh, what is going to be your key to be? A balanced attack on offense. I think if we have both the passing game and the running game going efficiently, and I'm not talking, you know, happen to see it thrown down the field 50 yards, just of being able to beat them both ways. There's no chance that they can stop our weapons and we're going to get more stops than they will on defense. And so just having a balanced attack where they have to honor both and can't just load the box or just, you know, back off into coverage. Um, I think that's it for us. I love it. Let's go to Chris in Utah. Chris in Utah, what is your key to be? Can you hear me? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for Chris Tennant to really lock down PATs and field goals. I'm, I'm very concerned about that. And I think, uh, we are going to have some close games. I don't know if this is going to be it, but we're definitely going to have some. And I think that is that is something that's absolutely got to be fixed up um, to be a sure one for us. Yeah, I'm hoping today isn't going to – or Saturday isn't going to be one of those close ones. But it would be nice to get his confidence back again. Kickers are – you know, it's between the heads – or between the ears for a lot of them. So getting a clean game from him will be big for this game and moving forward. Let's go to Connor Balthazor. Connor, what is your key to be for your Saturday? Um, I think that it's going to be not getting bogged down uh, on offense. I think that the defense is probably going to be fine. I'm not too worried about uh, our defense, partially just because I think our defense is really good and also because I don't think Missouri's offense is incredible. Um I, I think that the offense needs to get it going early and often. And if that happens, then I think that this is a very winnable game for K-State. More than winnable, I'd say. Yes, Vegas has us hovering between a 7.5 and 8.5-point and favorites as we speak. And when I say Vegas, I also mean the state of Kansas where sports gambling is legal. Uh, Callie Mike, California where sports gambling is not legal, at least I don't think it is. What is your key to V? Uh, it's not, but it's on the ballot this November. Um, my key to V, I'm just going to stick with what I put out on the uh, Twitter sphere. That's double down on the dirty D. Like everybody's um, sort of mentioning that, you know, they want the offense to start rolling and, you know, as do I. But I feel like our weapons on offense are good enough to, you know, put us in a place to win. Our dirty D just needs to keep rolling like they did last week and punch those guys in the mouth. And that's our key to be. I love it. All right, let's go to the good chef. Chef, what is your key to be? Yeah, I mean, I put one out. I put one out on the Twitter sphere and I, I'm just going to keep sticking with that because when you look at their defense, uh, Hopper, he's really the guy that does a lot of cleanup. He's very elite athleticism transfer from Florida and if we can get our guards and our center and our offensive linemen to get to that second level and get a body on him and have to rely on their safeties to fill those running lanes they're going to be in a world of hurt trying to go downhill and tackle Deuce Vaughn in space it's not going to happen and vice versa I, I picked Eli Huggins to be my key uh pick to click People are going to know him. Uh, nearly 300-pound defensive tackle, penetrating, getting TFLs. If we have, let's say we have seven or eight TFLs from the D-line, dude, we're going to be going hard on Mizzou. And I'm going to be watching in the stands, going nuts. I might wear my power cat pants just for this occasion. I, I say you got to break him out. Let's go to a guy who – I, I mean, I don't know if he has power cat pants, but I know he has swagger. That is Joel, who him and his uh, girlfriend got some pictures with Coach Jerome Tang last week. Uh, Joel, what is your key to be? Yeah, uh, Jerome Tang's super dope. Um, 
I think we got to come out and punch them in the mouth and we got to keep punching them in the mouth. This is going to be dirty, ugly in the trenches and whoever wins the line wins the game. And just let freaking Dorkowitz outcoach himself. He really is a dork. I, I, I don't know who it is on Twitter or maybe the message boards, but he definitely looks like a guy who is a you know general manager at a radio shack that's about to go out of business. Uh, let's go to Matt. Matt, what is your key to V? Yeah, um, I'm going to be a little bit of a stats guy, but um, I think to win, we our defense has to give up less than 300 yards of total offense. Um, looking at Mizzou last week, they had 558 yards of offense, albeit against Louisiana Tech, but that shows they have the explosivity of a team that, could take advantage of us in the running game, even if our defense is elite. Um, so we really have to maintain, I think, a 300-yard or under number, um, you know, especially considering they ran for over 300 yards last week. Um, so uh, that's going to be the, the number that I'm going to kind of take a look at throughout the game, um, and, you know, we'll see how that turns out. I think that's a good one. I'll be keeping my eye on it as well. Let's go to Coley Dub. Holy dub, my friend, what is your key to be? So I, uh, I'm i going a little little different ways than what I think I tweeted. Um, but I think you kind of pointed out in your show this morning about the uh, just kind of trick plays. You know, we've seen trick plays go against us the past few years. I don't think it's ever been anything too crazy that's maybe cost us some games, but it's definitely – made things more difficult for us as a defense. Um, I think if we can just kind of reel in those trick plays and kind of sniff them out and not let them happen, um, I think it, at some point I think Missouri is going to try to pull some crazy shit because I feel like Dorkowitz is a guy to do that and one to think he's smarter than everyone else. So if we can sniff that out and just shut them down and not let them pull any of that crazy BS, I, I think that's going to be a the difference maker in the game. Let's hop on over to Aaron. Aaron, what is your key to V? Yes, my key to V is going to be Daniel Green on the defense is going to have to have a big game. Um, A little bit of a, I don't want to say a no-show, but left a little bit to be desired after South Dakota. He knows he's got to play better, but I I look for him to have a big day. We're going to need him. Um, The middle of our defense Definitely something I'm going to be keeping an eye on. We all know the defensive line is going to bring it, but I look for Daniel Green uh, really going to need to have a big day uh, for us to come out on top on Saturday. Yeah, that was like my biggest shock when I was looking through the box score when prepping for the game review. And then when I rewatched the game, Daniel Green only got in on one tackle and it was like, you know, the typical highlight tackle. Uh, but but it was surprising. Chris Kleiman also, it wasn't like a calling out in a bad way, but when he was talking about what the defense needs to do to improve, he like said, hey, we need to take better angles. We have to be better tackling. And he called out Daniel Green with a couple missed tackles and he said, hey, that's not something that Deuce Green does. Uh, so I, I think, you know, since they tackled so little in fall camp this year, I'm hoping especially Daniel Green comes back. So I really like that key to be. Let's go to Colorado Cole before we end this one with Ace. Colorado Cole, what do you got for me? All right, so my key to V, um, I think we just got to get up in their grill and keep them out of their comfort zone. You know, let's get get some pancake blocks going, um, keep the defense on their heels, and then just be disruptive along our defensive line. I mean, yeah, they're probably going to try to get us with some trick plays, but – if we're getting dudes back there with three men down, three men down, uh, it's going to be hard to execute some plays that might might make take more time to develop. All right, and the final key to V before we get into game predictions is Mr. Ace Edwards. Ace, what do you got for me? Yeah, I think Eli Drinkowitz is kind of sideshow Bob whenever it comes to offensive play calling, so I'm not exactly worried about their offense. But the key to V for me is putting their linebackers in a position of conflict in the offensive scheming. So a lot of RPOs over the middle, a lot of maybe fake swing screens to get Tyron Hopper out of position, just everything they can do to make 
the lives of these linebackers, which is the strength of this defense, a living hell. I love it. And then uh, those of you who might be listening live, uh, Missouri takes set three in extra points to send it to a fourth set. K-State up two sets to one in the K-State Missouri volleyball game. Okay. I've given my prediction already. I have K-State covering and I have the under, uh, but let's get you guys, let's get your score predictions. I'm starting with Ace and then I'm going to go to Connor since both of you have already gone on the record on your guys' show, the Aggieville Alley Cats. So for the folks who haven't listened to your guys' game preview, give me your score uh, and then uh, we'll, we'll get some of these non-podcasters to get their prediction as well. But Ace, what do you got for me? Uh, firstly, I hate to shout myself out here, but this is the MU episode is probably our best scouting report we've ever done. But it was I pretty good. It was pretty with... good. Anyone listening live or on Friday morning, if you haven't listened to the Aggieville Alley Cat preview episode, go check it out. Thank you, Scott. Uh, I ended up going with 21 to 17 because I really think that this is going to just end up being a race to 20 because I have no confidence in. MU's offense, but I do have a pretty good amount of confidence in their defense just because of their coordinator's experience and the pieces they have. So I think it's going to be a slugfest. It's going to be uncomfortable. 21 to 17 K-State, though. All right, we'll go to Connor. Connor, if I recall, you had a little bit more scoring. What is your game prediction? I've got the Cats up 35 to 20. I think it's a game that's that probably feels closer than it looks. I think we pull away late uh, for similar reasons to Ace, but I ultimately don't think that their defense will be able to match uh, our running game. I think the passing game gets going a little bit more, but not to some ludicrous level, but Cats by 15. All right, let's go up to Chef, who will be – I believe, Chef, you have the cocaine Cats going – at 8.10 Central Time tonight for everyone listening live. Anyone who's not listening live, find it on Spotify. You are very correct. Uh, Hopefully we get those same bozos that gave you the bad Luther Burden information um, to give us their insight on what the game is going to be. But I'll give you my score prediction right now. I'm going 33-26. It's going to be a weird game, a lot of, I think, a couple two-point conversions in there, but we extend the field. I can't, I can't disagree, I can't, I don't know how to say this, I have to disagree with what Ace said or uh, Connor said about their defense being their strong point. I don't agree with that at all. If you go back and watch the Law Tech game, I mean, total blown coverages, a lot of a lot of missed lanes for their uh, the opposing running back, even though it was stuffed a lot. They only had 11 yards rushing, but it was just a lot of misfits. I think that their defense is a little overrated, and it's going to be a, a game for Adrian to come out and show that his arm is is more than live. So I'm going 33-26. That will have K-State cover. not covering, but the overhitting for those playing along at home. We'll go to Matt, who also is a participant. Matt, are you considered one of the hosts of the Cocaine Cats? I feel like you're in there every time I show up. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm starting back as uh, this week, officially. So excited to uh, have anybody join us at uh, 8.10 tonight, talk some cats. Um, so uh, I've been kind of back and forth on this one. Um, I My final prediction, I think, is going to be 31-24 K-State. Um, I don't have us covering. I think this game is going to be a little bit closer than um, maybe a lot of people think. I think it's going to be a 31-24, though, that we leave the game more excited. Um, I do think Missouri's offense does have um, some pieces that could leave our defense a little bit off their toes. Um, I'm probably a little pessimistic in, in that thought, but um, I do think we're going to come out and, and win this one, um, albeit we won't cover the seven and a half that I saw. Yep, let's go now to Aaron. Aaron, what do you got for me? What's the score? 
Yeah, I'm going to go 45 to 10. So there I think we, we get it go. done on both sides. There of the ball. we go. We talked about, oh, yeah. Yes, sir. 45 to 10. We talked about Daniel Green a little bit earlier. Again, if he's back on track, our defense is legit. Our D line is every bit as advertised. Our secondary has some dudes. Daniel Green steps up. We can easily hold them to 10 points or less. On offense, again, signs of life early on. We saw what we did against LSU in the bowl game. I'm expecting more of that flavor. A little bit more down the field, a couple of big plays, more than one person throwing a pass. I I really look for Colin Klein to throw the kitchen sink at him, 45-10. to I love it. Let's go out to the left coast, California, the Golden State. I don't know. I was trying to think of random lyrics from California Girls and Katy Perry, and I failed. But Cal, <laughs> Mike, what, 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 uh, what, what, what score do you have for us? Uh, I'm going a similar route. I say we definitely cover, um, and Colin Klein puts it on him. Uh, we're gonna win 38 to 21. 38-21. All right. I like that. I like that. Let's go to the linksman, Mr. Carlson. What score do you got for me? I'm going to go 35-24. to 24. Um, I do think it'll be a little higher scoring than maybe, you know what, um, is it a little bit anticipated um, with the number starting at 54. I know it's up to 57, but I think both offenses can score. I just think we get more stops. I like it. Let's go up to Utah or over to Utah. Geography, geography. Chris, what do you got for me? Give me the score. Yeah, I feel like a real jerk for saying this, um, but KSU 27, Mizzou 17. I think we're going to miss a PAT. Um, I just I don't think we're going to get over that as quickly as, as we think we will. Um, I, I feel super nervous going into this game like I did Nevada last year, but we handled Nevada pretty well. I think ultimately we'll handle these guys. But I don't think it's going to be as crazy as, as some, I think. I think it's going to be pretty close most of the game, and we're going to pull ahead strong in the fourth quarter. I love it. All right, uh, let's go to Joel. Joel, give me a score. Yeah, um, I got to agree with Chef as well. People forget Mizzou's defense last year was so bad, and they're better this year, but they are definitely leaky. Um, and for that reason, I think we blow them out of the water. I'm going to go 42-24. Oh, I would have a blast with a game like that. Let's go to Coley Dub and then Colorado Cole. Um, I'm going to go 30-13. We're going to win 30-13 cats, baby. I love it. And then Colorado Cole. I think uh, we're going to win in a comfortable, nice, drawn-up game, 34-13. I love it. Okay, so what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to drop Coley Dub just for a little bit. I want to, anyone who wants to get their score prediction up, because I know we've had a full full house, uh, we're going to give Nick a shot. Nick, we're going to see if your mic works. Give me the score prediction tonight or what for do, Saturday. There we go. We got you finally. Sweet. So 35-10 cats, I think, after having a vanilla offense showing against South Dakota, Klein will unravel his tricks and show the magician he is, and we will have another special teams UTD. I love it. I would love another special teams touchdown i here actually i'm gonna hold that for a second all right um is there anyone else in the chat so chat if you aren't up on stage but you want to get a score prediction uh say something in the chat quickly um otherwise we'll move on to super specific predictions for this game Uh, it has to be specific it can be odd nothing about the score or anything like that i just want super specific I will keep an eye on the chat if we want to get any final last-second folks up here. Let's start with Nick. Nick, give me a super specific prediction for the game. Oh, um, I think everybody has kind of said it, but I'll be the one to express I think we will miss a PAT. Um, I don't know. I I can't remember who it was talking last about 
we may not be up to uh, getting the kicking situation figured out just as soon as we thought. So shout out to whoever Bunny. said that before. Chauncey. I'm currently walking my dog, so I'm trying to multitask. Well, and and, and I'm hollering at Chauncey to come in. I love it. Let's go to uh, Chef just in case he needs to pop off and get ready for the cocaine cats. Chef, give me a super specific prediction. Oh, man, mine. Chris Tennant pick last week was not even close. It was not. Uh, it was bad. It, it was real bad, real ugly. This week, I'm going to go with that our receivers – oh, God, no, that doesn't make any sense either. Uh, our receivers will combine for more rushes than DJ Giddens will get. That is a very specific one. I, I, I like that. Not that I want DJ not to get touches – uh, but I like that. That's a, that's a good, fun prediction. Before we get to the rest of them, remember, Boneheads, Charlie Hustle is sponsoring the show. Guess what? They just dropped two new designs. They have their Script Catterday shirt. So be sure to let everyone know what you're celebrating on Saturday. And it is the Cats. They also have a great new vintage Kansas State football shirt with an old-school throwback helmet on there. And for all you little Boneheads out there, they have youth sizes with their Deuce is Loose t-shirt. Check out Charlie Hustle today. Let's go to Matt. Matt, get your super predi- or super specific prediction here in case you need to hop off and get ready for the cocaine cats. Yeah, uh, we're going to have 250 yards rushing from Deuce plus Adrian. Um, I think our, rush, our running game is going to really kick some ass this weekend. Um and uh, I feel pretty confident in that. I'm thinking Deuce 150, Adrian Big Hundo, and uh, that'll get us a win. I like it. I'm going to get mine out there because I kind of teased it, and I don't want anyone to take it from me. I We had a Seth Porter block punt last week. Shane Porter gets one this week. So we're going to go back-to-back weeks with, with the Porter brothers blocking a kick. All right, now I'm going to go to Colorado Cole. Colorado Cole, what is your – Super specific prediction. All right, so my specific prediction, uh, I'm going to stick with my pick from a few weeks back. Uh, Chef, on his grand return to Bill Snyder Family Stadium, gets kicked out and removed by stadium security. I love it. I love it, and I hope that his wife takes video. Let's go to Cali Mike. Cali Mike, give me your super specific prediction. All right, this one, you know, bordering on toilet humor here, but uh, Dorkowitz is going to take a football to the Twig and Berries from his own quarterback. <laughs> Someone's going to have to tweet at me if that happens because I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that out from uh, the stands, but I, I hope that happens. That would be funny. Uh, let's go to Connor Baltazar. Connor, give me your super specific prediction for the game. Um, super specific. I'm going to say we see exactly 11 offensive linemen on the field. Not all at once. I mean, by K-State? Of course again. Yes. Jesus. What what was the score you had again? Uh, 35-20. I just think we rotate a lot. Uh, I mean, uh, that's more than we had last week, right? Didn't we only play 10 last week? Yeah. That wasn't a like, bigger blowout? I, I really just needed something to throw out there. Well, I no, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm like racking my – I hope it happens. I think we have a bigger win than your score says if, if that happens. I like it. Exactly 11 offensive linemen. I'm writing it down. All right, let's go to – let's go to Ace. Seven people have at least one reception, but none of them have more than four. That that sounds like a classic uh, K State game in the Climbing era. Let's go to Aaron next. Aaron. Yeah, late in the game, we're up big. Kobe Savage intercepts a pass, runs over the sideline, throws up the lynch mob signal in front of the Radio Shack manager, who proceeds to yell things that would make even our band director proud. Kobe Savage, Julius Brents both get 15 yard flags, and we run off the field in victory. <laughs> I I was laughing throughout that entire one. I like the visuals on that one. Uh, let's go to uh, Chris. Chris. Yeah, it's going to be hard to touch uh, last week's squirrels and bungholes, but I got a weird one. Um, I'm going to say K-State punts. Uh, Porter brothers, one of them, knocks the ball loose on the punt return, and 
Randon, the red snapper, Platner scoops it up and scores. The best long snapper in all of college football, according to Chris Kleiman. Let's go to Joel. Joel, what do you got for me? Yeah, so when I think of Missouri, I think of uh, dirty football. So mine's a little pessimistic. I think we're going to see at least one face mask and one targeting or late hit that'll be bench clearing. Bench clearing. Uh, Well, I mean, why not? As long as none of our – well, hell, we should be able to beat Tulane even if there's some suspensions. But let's – Let's uh, not get suspended for even, for more than one game. All right, let's go to the linksman and then Ace. Have I gotten yours? Because the the alignment by everyone's picture just like shifted on me halfway through this, and I can't remember who I did or didn't get. Yeah, you got mine. Okay, so I think I think the I think Mr. Carlson's the last one. What do you got for me? Last week, Seth Porter came so close to making my prediction come true. I um, ended up getting it on the second one, so, you know, not too bad. But this week, I think Echo is going to get a pick. I don't – has he even had one in his K-State career? If it is, he, it's only is not. been one, I believe. I think he's racking up his first this week. I absolutely love it. All right, well, I think that is all we got for today. All right, uh, folks are listening to this on the RSS feed. If you miss any of our shows – this week, go back and listen to them. Make sure you're listening to the Aggieville Alley Cats, the Cocaine Cats, Shake and Blake, and just support your local K-State podcast. They ain't talking about the Cats on Kansas City Sports Talk. They might get, you know, a blurb here or there for your college football podcast. There are plenty of us in the game, so make sure you're listening to all of us. Support your local K-State podcast. I can't wait for Saturday. I absolutely hate Missouri, and I think it is going to be an elite atmosphere on Saturday. So for Chauncey Bosco, for John Brown, and for every single man, woman, and child who has ever born in Kansas, ever lived in Kansas, and hated the state of Missouri or Missouri athletics, we love you guys. Go Cats. Chef, since Grant isn't back, I'll let you do his tagline. Meet me at that fucking cat head. Hail to the purple. Hail to the white. Wildcat in spirit. Wildcat in fight. Hail alma mater. From sea to sea, onward forever, hail victory. Butter, 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 butter. Fight, UK State Wildcats for alma mater fight. Glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors. We will ever be a fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Fight, 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 fight. We face a wildcat for all the modern fight, 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 fight. Glory in the combat for the purple and the white. Faithful to our colors, we will ever be fighting, ever fighting for a wildcat victory. Go stay.
Social Podcast Network.